here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Everybody, Mark Levin here. Our number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. By the way, if you're interested, we posted uh, up on uh, my social sites my remarks today at a Hillsdale College event in Washington, D.C., at the Trump Hotel in D.C. I'd never been there. It is a fabulous hotel. It is a terrific hotel. And it was really uh, wonderful to be with uh, Dr. Larry Arn, the uh, president of Hillsdale, and all the folks there, great patriots. So uh, we just posted it, if you're interested, on my social sites and over at Conservative Review. All right. Kavanaugh, the Kavanaugh case. Do you know the the New York Times has already um, uh, ran an op-ed about uh, impeaching Kavanaugh? Impeaching Kevin. I, I swear the framers of our Constitution will be rolling in their graves. They are rolling in their graves. They cannot, I'm sure, believe what's taking place here. Driven by a professor at the University of Alabama School of Law by Ronald Krotosinski, Jr., not to be confused with Sr. Here's what he writes. So, And by the way, this is a constant, unmitigated attack at every level on Republican government and that you folks who voted for Trump and against Hillary Clinton are illegitimate. It doesn't matter how you vote. You know, the left and the Democrats like to talk about the franchise and that any effort by a state to clean up the voter rolls to make sure only citizens can vote and to make sure somebody's name isn't on 14 different state, uh, you know, voter rolls, uh, that that is an attempt, of course, to suppress the vote, particularly minorities. It's incomprehensible how that is an attempt to suppress the vote of anybody. Uh, The goal is to protect the franchise for those who have a right to vote. And yet, when you do vote, and an election is won fair and square, they spend the entire time of this presidency trying to reverse the vote. They've attacked the Electoral College, and they're trying to permanently damage that institution. They've unleashed a special counsel against the president. It's their pressure on Rosenstein who buckled to it. And they have all kinds of plans in the House of Representatives to try and undermine this president and eviscerate uh, his policies, which you voted for. And now they're telling you, through this egghead, uh, that even if Kavanaugh is confirmed... We should be prepared for his impeachment. And here's what the guy writes. Charles Grassley, the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, seem determined to call a vote next week on the confirmation of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to be an associate justice of the Supreme Court, even in the face of this week's sexual assault allegations against him. Now, this is a law professor. This is a law professor who apparently is wholly unfamiliar with our Constitution and the rule of law. Here, I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, that is enshrined in our justice system. 
you don't get to just make allegations. You don't get to just make allegations. You're going to make an allegation, a criminal allegation, you tell the cops. You're going to make any other kind of allegation that isn't criminal in nature, you go to court in a civil case. You don't get to make an allegation, it just hangs out there. And by the way, the Senate Judiciary Committee is not some objective jury. And in the end, they don't get to decide this either. It is a political process that they're involved in now, highly politicized, highly partisan. They've already burned down our traditions when it comes to the judicial confirmation process. And not a single Democrat will vote for Kavanaugh. And every one of these damn Democrats on this committee has essentially announced that they believe the accuser without anything more. Despite the fact that she remembers nothing. Despite the fact that her lawyers are Democrat liberal hacks. Despite the fact we now know she's being advised by a Democrat operative. He goes on, this professor. Senate Republicans assume correctly that if they can hold the party line, his installation on the Supreme Court is a sure thing. This is certainly true. Even if the Democratic caucus in the Senate holds firm against Mr. Kavanaugh, they simply lack the votes to block him. But the Republicans' calculus contains a significant error, namely the assumption that if Mr. Kavanaugh is confirmed to the Supreme Court, that's the end of the discussion of whether he is fit to serve. You see, there's never any end to their discussion. Constitution does provide that federal judges, including Supreme Court justices, quote, shall hold their offices during good behavior, unquote. The settled understanding of this phrase is the so-called Article Three judges enjoy lifetime tenure. But the Constitution also makes both judicial and executive officers subject to impeachment. And as it happens, the House of Representatives holds the, quote, sole power of impeachment, unquote. If the Democrats win back the House in November, they can exercise that power. Impeachment proceedings in the House are investigative in nature and come with a full panoply of quasi-judicial powers, including aids to investigations, such as the power to subpoena witnesses to compel them to appear and testify as subject, of course, to constitutional privileges, if applicable, such as the Fifth Amendment's guarantee against self-incrimination. If a simple majority of the House decided to proceed with impeachment, the House Judiciary Committee would be empowered to conduct a thorough and careful investigation of the sexual misconduct allegations that Professor Christine Blasey Ford has made against Mr. Kavanaugh involving a drunken sexual assault when both were high school students in suburban Washington, D.C. Nor should the Democrats wait to formally take control of the House in January. The House Democrats, this guy's in a hurry. The House Democratic leadership should pledge now that if they win a majority, they will conduct an impeachment investigation to get to the truth. Doing so today would make clear to the Senate Republicans that if they rush to judgment in the absence of a full and fair investigation, they will still there will still be an investigation. To be sure, he writes, the impeachment of a Supreme Court justice is a rare thing in our democracy. The last member of the Supreme Court to face a credible threat of impeachment was Associate Justice Abe Fortas, whom Lyndon Johnson had nominated to replace Earl Warren as Chief Justice. 
Credible allegations of financial misconduct involving a lifetime paid consultancy with the Wolfson Foundation were made against Fortas. Wolfson was facing federal criminal charges that could easily have found their way to the Supreme Court. Was that plus he was serving as an unofficial advisor to the President of the United States while he was on the Supreme Court, as well as taking about 20 grand a year from this foundation funded in part by this crook. Those are facts, not allegations. Under withering bipartisan criticism, Justice Fortas withdrew his nomination, so he wasn't impeached and ultimately resigned from the Supreme Court. Had he not resigned, there's a good chance he would have been impeached. Right, what he did was crooked. The only justice to be impeached was Samuel Chase, who was accused in 1804 of allowing his partisan views to affect his decisions. But the effort to oust him failed in the Senate. Now that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I know of no other Supreme Court justice who was impeached. Not even Roger Taney in the Dred Scott decision. The Chief Justice then. So here's another institution that the left wants to burn down. They talk about an independent judiciary. You're not even allowed to criticize the judiciary if you're conservative. But here, they're already talking about impeachment. Of course, he writes, even if the House impeached Kavanaugh, it would still take a two-thirds majority in the Senate to convict and remove him from the court, which will happen, ladies and gentlemen. But the Senate vote would surely have at least something to do with the merits of the House's case. If a full and fair investigation shows that Mr. Kavanaugh has lied regarding the incident, he's denied it categorically and says nothing even remotely like it ever occurred, Republican senators may find it hard to vote no in the Me Too era. Be a terrible blow to the legitimacy of the Supreme Court, of course, but this is the risk that Senators McConnell and Grassley seem willing to take. Incredible, is it not? Let's just back up a second. If Dianne Feinstein had come forward with that letter a month and a half ago, when Kavanaugh was, was meeting senators, or if she had come forth with that letter during the hearings process, the law professor doesn't mention any of this, it would have been part of the hearings process, as detestable as it is. Law professor doesn't stay, that the reason they held back is because Chuck Schumer obviously advised them to hold back, to create this crunch time. The Republicans, to their credit, so far, aren't biting. So this law professor wants to take it to the next level. He wants to take it to the next level. Nor does he explain exactly what it is that he's looking for. Now, it would be fascinating to know because maybe, maybe uh, Dr. Ford, Professor Ford, has a remarkable recollection all of a sudden of something she couldn't remember two minutes ago, which is when this occurred, where this occurred, any corroborating witnesses, anybody she may have spoken to, because so far the answer is she doesn't know, she doesn't know, she doesn't know, and no. Speaking through her lawyers. She went to the Washington Post weeks and weeks ago. Let's continue. He goes on. Moreover, an impeachment investigation could also encompass allegations that Mr. Kavanaugh has committed perjury before the Senate twice. 
Related to his work on the nomination of District Judge Charles Pickering to be a judge on the Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, under oath, both in 2006 and 2018, he said he had no involvement with the White House strategy sessions associated with Judge Pickering's nominations. Subsequently released emails involving these sessions suggest that these answers were at best misleading and at worst totally false. No, they weren't. And no, they weren't. So you can see this guy's a hack this law professor. Attending a strategy session as a White House staffer is not a crime. Lying under oath to the Senate Judiciary Committee and the other is perjury would be a perfectly justifiable and constitutional basis for impeachment. So Trump should be impeached for nothing. Kavanaugh should be impeached if he's confirmed. Who else? Maxine Waters says Pence should be taken out with impeachment. You understand what's going on here, right, ladies and gentlemen? You're not allowed to win elections. They want to disenfranchise you. They want complete monopolistic control over the courts, especially the Supreme Court. And any time now, in the future, a Republican wins the presidency, not just Trump, but any. They're going to do everything they can to delegitimize that Republican, unless they're of the sorts of, say, a Susan Collins or a Bob Corker or a Jeff Flake. The professor goes on. An important caveat, Congress must take care to maintain the constitutional convention that has existed since the failed impeachment of Justice Chase. Federal judges, including members of the Supreme Court, should not be impeached based on their judicial rulings or philosophy. See, Accordingly, if the House were to initiate impeachment proceedings against Justice Kavanaugh in 2019, such proceedings should be strictly limited to questions associated with his alleged intentional and deliberate efforts to mislead the Senate about his character and fitness. So now you see Kavanaugh's guilty. Guilty. And listen to this. Congress must take care to maintain the constitutional convention that has existed since the failed impeachment of Justice Chase. We do not know the truth of the troubling allegations against Judge Kavanaugh, but before someone is confirmed to the Supreme Court, good faith efforts to discover the truth should be made. And if the Senate won't conduct a credible investigation now, the House should offer its assistance next year. Professor Ronald J. Krotozinski, Jr., University of Alabama School of Law. You also going to try and impeach Clarence Thomas, pal? Is this what's going on? Through immigration, attacks on state efforts to ensure the legitimacy of voters, uh, through criminalizing politics, people like Mueller, through impeachment. What is it here? You want to cleanse the political system of people who reject or oppose the progressive agenda, that is exactly right. They also want to destroy the Electoral College, where if a candidate wins a majority of the vote, in a particular state, all Electoral College votes go to that candidate, as opposed to congressional districts. They got all kinds of designs on our Constitution, ladies and gentlemen, while they pretend to support it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. So, uh, just as the uh, 
the Democrats were preparing for Trump's impeachment before he was sworn in. It appears the Democrats are preparing for Kavanaugh's impeachment before there's even a vote in the committee and in the United States Senate. You know, when I I use this phrase silent coup and coined that phrase and others have now used it, and that's a good thing. I meant it. I meant it. They talk about illegitimate elections, George W. Bush, Donald Trump. They want to attack and change the Electoral College. They have a whole group put together that's heavily funded to destroy the Electoral College. They insist on having voter rolls where people are are on the list who shouldn't be on the list because they shouldn't be voting, they're not citizens, or they're on numerous state lists. Any effort to fix that is caused is called voter suppression. When they want voter ID, it's called voter suppression. Uh, when they delay the presentation of information that they claim is utterly crucial to this confirmation proceeding, and yet it is they who delay it for a month and a half and spring it on the Republicans and the country, really, after the hearings are over, then they claim it's unfair that we're trying to rush things uh, when it comes to the Kavanaugh hearings. We'll be right back. With the daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods But what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. Some hosts talk about the news. Mark Levin influences the news. Call the Mark Levin Show now at 877-381-3811. Now there's constant talk by the left, by the media, by the media, by the left, by the left-wing media, and by professors and their ilk about impeachment. There's never any talk about expulsion from Congress. Expulsion. Expulsion from Congress. There's never any talk about it. Now, Let's take a look at this. Booker's push for Kavanaugh vote delay called out over his 1992 column detailing teenage groping. Now, what in the world does that mean? What in the world does that mean? 
New Jersey Democratic Senator Cory Booker is facing accusations of hypocrisy over his calls to delay the confirmation vote of Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh amid sexual misconduct allegations, as he once admitted groping a friend without her consent in high school. Now this is back in high school. Shouldn't he be expelled from the United States Senate? The senator who urged the Senate Judiciary Committee to first let the FBI conduct an investigation after California prosecutor Christine Blasey Ford accused the high court nominee of sexual assault over 35 years ago once wrote an article detailing an incident where he groped a female friend. This is Fox now, and they're citing an actual article by Cory Booker in the Stanford Daily in 1992. Quote, from the article, or column. New Year's Eve 1984, writes Booker, I will never forget. I was 15. As the ball dropped, I leaned over to hug a friend, and she met me instead with an overwhelming kiss. As we fumbled upon the bed, I remember debating my next move as if it were a chess game, Booker wrote in the student-run Stanford Daily newspaper in 1992. With the Top Gun slogan ringing in my head, I slowly reached uh, for her breast after having my hand pushed away once. I reached my mark, he continued, without explaining what he meant by his mark, although I think we can infer it. Our groping ended soon, and while no relationship ensued, a friendship did. You see, the next week in school, she told me that she was drunk that night and didn't really know what she was doing, he added. Booker's intent of the column was to detail his transformation from a 15-year-old who was trotting around the bases and stealing second, quote-unquote, to someone who was called a, quote, man-hater over his pro-women views. In retrospect, my soliloquy, titled The Oppressive Nature of Male-Dominated Society and Its Violent Manifestations, Rape, so forth, may have been a supercilious attempt to convince her that I was a sensitive man, but more likely I was trying to convince myself Myself, that my attitudes had changed, he wrote. The now senator came back to the topic a few months later in 1992, penning another article that mentioned the controversial column, which he said was about date rape, and admitted that his actions were at odds with his beliefs. But my second column, as I raised my noble pen to address the issue of date rape, I realized that the person holding it wasn't so noble after all, he wrote. This issue, as with so many others, a dash of sincere introspection has revealed to me a dangerous gap, a gap between my beliefs and my actions. Now, these columns by Booker, a potential 2020 presidential contender, have resurfaced after he became one of the leading voices of the Democratic opposition against Kavanaugh's confirmation. And following allegations of sexual misconduct against Kavanaugh, which he vehemently denied, Booker said the accusations are serious, credible, and deeply troubling. After the committee vote was delayed and Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley invited both Ford and Kavanaugh to testify on Monday, Booker called for an FBI investigation before holding a hearing. So, what do you think of that? How come we never talk about expulsion in the United States Senate? Never. Ted Kennedy 
They never expelled Ted Kennedy. They never expelled any of these people. They don't even try to expel them. But they're very loose-lipped when it comes to impeachment. President of the United States hasn't done anything. Criminal or impeachable. Zero. Brett Kavanaugh is a victim right now. His wife is a victim. His little girls are victims. His mother and father are victims. Our entire justice system is built around a process, standards that are in place to protect the accused from the accuser. The accuser must prove their case. And if the accuser, at least in the public revelation so far, through her lawyers, through her surrogates, is somebody whose memory is utterly failing as to the event alleged, as to the time, the place, and all the rest of it, it is Mr. Kavanaugh who is the victim. And as I said yesterday, in a court of law, Dr. Ford's allegation would be thrown out. There's no corroboration. There's nothing. There's nothing. You can't convict somebody in any form if you don't have the facts, let alone the evidence. The Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee are busy pushing criminal justice reform, as are many Republicans, some in the White House. Criminal justice reform. People who've actually been convicted, who've had their day in court, who've pled or been sentenced and are in prison, they tell us that they're unjustly for minor crimes. And they want tens of thousands of them to be released. Terrorists who are captured, who are known terrorists and treated like terrorists at Guantanamo Bay and so forth and so on. They have advocates in our Congress. You don't treat people this way, even subhumans, you see. Mass murders get their day in court. Look at the Bill of Rights, some of them. They apply to you, they apply to me, they apply to everybody. And those, the Bill of Rights are there and they're in place to protect individuals against charges, criminal charges, warrants, probable cause, due process, the right not to testify against yourself, jury of your peers, and so forth. All that's right there. Now, what is that for? It's to protect all of us from people who make allegations. The fact that Democrat senators who were involved in the delay of presenting this information during the course of the hearing pretend that they're objective jurors who want to sit there and just get the facts, you see, when they've already said the accuser's credible. They haven't even met the accuser, most of them. The accuser's credible, and the accused apparently is not. It's really outrageous. They've already announced guilty. They've already announced that they have no interest in Kavanaugh being on the Supreme Court, by hook or by crook. 
As I said the other day, Chuck Schumer is the true, the real lawyer representing the accuser in this case. He's orchestrating the entire thing in the shadows. And again, how do we know? Because if you go to the appendix in Men in Black, my first book, you will see the memos. The memos that were surrounding numerous uh, confirmation uh, battles over George W. Bush nominees to the circuit court. And you will see how they operate. Very sleazy. Durbin is in the memos. He's still there. Schumer's in the memos. He's still there. Leahy's in the memo. He's still there. This is what they do. And now, of course, you're not even permitted to question the accuser because the accuser is a female. And now, of course, every man is guilty of some kind of sexual assault or sexual harassment, except those who throw in with the left. Something's now wrong with white men, particularly old white men. And this is your jury. The Senate Democrats, the Democrats dressed up as journalists, and all the rest of them. And now they're talking about impeaching Kavanaugh before there's even a vote in the Senate Judiciary Committee to get him out of committee onto the floor of the United States Senate. I asked yesterday and I ask you again today, what if this was your father? Your husband, your boyfriend, your son, your grandson. All males are born of women. It just is. Despite the liberal agenda to try and confuse us on uh, gender and so forth, all males are born of females. And mothers protect their sons. Wives protect their husbands. Girlfriends protect their boyfriends. And right now, an allegation is enough. Well, ladies and gentlemen, some of us have to speak out against the mob. Some of us have to say no. Some of us have to say enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Renee from Boulder, Colorado is raving about the brand new Genesel Sunspot Corrector. I love the Genesel Sunspot Corrector. It is my go-to product every day. I have sunspots and age spots and can see a definite difference in my skin since using it. You know, watch your sunspots, age spots, and even red and flame patches vanish right before your very eyes. And just like Renee, you click or call right now, you'll get the Genesel Sunspot Corrector absolutely free just for trying Genesel for bags and puffiness. Watch those stubborn sunspots vanish now before you get busy with the holidays and those bags and puffiness gone. And for results in less than 12 hours, the Genesel immediate effects is also yours for free. Go to Genesel.com now or call 800-SKIN-604. Order this week 
and receive Chamonix's luxury microdermabrasion, also free, rejuvenate unclogged pores and for instantly radiant baby soft skin. Order now and shipping is also free. Call 800-SKIN-604 or go to Genesel.com. That's Genesel.com, 800-SKIN-604. You know, they have this wonderful guarantee. I would strongly encourage you to give it a try. I really would. Now, this um, accuser is obviously being directed by the Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee. It's all orchestrated. You see, they come out and defend every decision she, quote-unquote, and her lawyers, quote-unquote, make. Why? Because they know in advance. She's being told how to manipulate the committee, how to manipulate the politics. She's had numerous positions now. She wants to testify, her lawyer says. Then she doesn't want to testify, her other lawyer says. Committee says, okay, we'll come talk to you. You can testify in closed session, in open session, but we want to get this done Monday. Well, now we need an FBI investigation. Yeah, the Democrats say, that's the ticket. We need an FBI investigation. And if you don't agree, you're not really looking for the facts and you're bullying her, that's because you're a bunch of sexist sexual harassers, old white men. Okay, then, okay, I'll testify, her handlers say, she'll testify, but not on Monday. Well, what's with my, not on Monday. Since when does a witness or a potential witness get to dictate the terms of a Senate committee and their hearing schedule? I've never seen anything like this. She came forward, says she wanted to be kept secret. Winds up going to the Washington Post. It winds up being leaked by Feinstein or somebody. They have delayed this whole thing for a month and a half. Then they complain somebody's rushing when they withheld the information. Now you have a kook professor writing out of Alabama that Kavanaugh can be impeached. Talking about impeachment before he's even had a vote. Why should we go along with any of this? Here's the New York Slimes. Cheryl Gay Stolberg, the woman who has accused Judge Brett Kav- M. Kavanaugh of sexual assault, has told the Senate Judiciary Committee in an apparent bid to jumpstart negotiations that, quote, she would be prepared to testify next week, unquote, so long as senators offer, listen to this, terms that are fair and which ensure her safety. According to an email her lawyer sent to committee staff members, terms that are fair and ensure her safety? In the email obtained by the New York Times, it wasn't obtained by the New York Times, it was given to the New York Times by her lawyers or by Schumer's people. The lawyer for Christine Blasey Ford said that testifying Monday, the timetable Republicans have set for a hearing, is not possible. And the committee's insistence that it occur then is arbitrary in any event. So, now we have the accuser who delayed the provision of this information to the committee who wanted to keep quiet now we have her saying what do you you don't get to decide this committee what are you in a rush for she sat on it now she she's worried about the committee being in a rush the lawyer reiterated that it is dr blazy's strong i thought her name was dr ford new york times even has a screw up in this 
It is Dr. Ford's, quote, strong preference, unquote, that a full investigation occur before her testimony, wording that stopped short of demanding an FBI probe and suggested she's open to testifying without one. Well, what does this mean? She wants a full investigation first. This is her third or fourth position. Because the Democrats are playing this. Okay, well, the FBI is not going to do that. Just say you want a full investigation. Then we'll be talking about that for 76 hours or, or 92 hours or whatever. Dr. Blasey has accused Judge Savinaugh, and they tell us what she's accused him of. In the email addressed to top Republican and Democratic aides on the committee, the lawyer, Deborah Katz, big left-wing Democrat, wrote that she would like to set up a call later on Thursday, quote, to discuss the conditions, unquote, under which her client would be prepared to testify. You know what? Just subpoena her. She wants to testify. Subpoena her to appear on Monday. Subpoena her first thing in the morning. Caller had a good idea called the other day. Subpoena her. You either appear or you don't appear. We're ready to hear what you have to say, the committee should say. You've now been subpoenaed. You're messing around with our constitutional advice and consent power. You're messing around with the Supreme Court nomination process. You're messing around with the United States Senate. That's enough. We're not going to be played this way by you, that is the lawyers, Schumer, or any of the rest of them. You're subpoenaed. Now either show up or don't show up. We're not negotiating anything. You have something to say? Now come out in public and say it rather than have the Democrats, your lawyers, and your surrogates leaking around and and spinning and all the rest of it. Let's get to the bottom of it. I'll be right back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now, you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Ah, now it's on. Oh, jeez. Hello, everybody. It is me, Mark Levin. Better yet, it be me. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. And so it is, ladies and gentlemen. Now, so they're negotiating on whether or not the accuser uh, will be brought before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Monday. 
Her lawyer, Deborah Katz, a well-known Democrat liberal hack, has indicated Monday is too soon. I have a question for you, ladies and gentlemen. Why is it too soon? The control over the provision of this information was in the accuser's hands. I don't understand. What's too soon? She wants a full investigation, not necessarily by the FBI. Prior to that, an FBI investigation. Democrats are singing along like a chorus line right behind her because they're manipulating the situation, obviously. If she wanted a full investigation, let's just be rational human beings for a moment, okay? Put the media aside. Get them out of your ear. Here's my question to you. Brett Kavanaugh has been on this Trump list for like a year or more. Then there was a whole lot of discussion when Anthony Kennedy retired back in June. That's, by my calculation, three months ago. Kavanaugh was among those on the list of two, three, four. He was one of the ones under consideration. Why didn't the accuser come forward then? Well, she wanted to keep it silent. You know, she didn't want anyone to know. Okay. When she decided to come forward, she goes to her congressman. And then to the Washington Post. If she wants to stop Kavanaugh from being on the Supreme Court, or if she wants a a full vetting of what took place, her allegation that is, Why would you conduct yourself this way? Well, she repressed or suppressed her memory. Well, she's in full throat attack mode now. I don't understand what happened between June and September. I mean, we're talking about 36 years. So what happened between this June and this September? That all of a sudden she can't wait to talk. First, she didn't want to talk. Now she wants conditions before she'll talk. Now they're in negotiations with the Senate Judiciary Committee. She wants a fair hearing and she wants to be safe. And by the way, Kavanaugh's life has been threatened too, just so you know. Kavanaugh put out a statement 30 minutes ago saying, I'll be there Monday. My name and character have been attacked. I intend to defend it. That's what somebody says when they truly believe or know that they're innocent. Now, he's not going to convince a single Democrat. Not a single one. And by the way, Cory Booker should recuse himself. Cory Booker is a confessed groper. Well, he was only in high school. Exactly. That's what we're talking about here. So Cory Booker should recuse himself. He should remove himself from this hearing. Because he's a confessed groper. When he was in high school, he groped. I just read his own words. So he should be off the committee right now. He should not participate in the hearings. It would be a, uh, an embarrassment to the nation to have a groper Cory Booker on the uh, committee involved in this. It's my Spartacus moment. No, it's not, you idiot. You, uh, you groper. And there, there's not even an allegation. The guy, there's a confession. 
This whole thing is tawdry, and we, the American people, don't have to sit by and be spoon-fed this stuff. We just don't. I'm starting now my, I don't know how many hours on this. We dealt with it last week before I left. We dealt with it most of the show yesterday. And we're dealing with it now. We know nothing about Dr. Ford. And yet these Democrats immediately rush to her side. Hollywood immediately rushes to her side. What does Hollywood know about her? Absolutely nothing. Kavanaugh is the victim here. Kavanaugh is the victim. Anita Hill even wrote yesterday in her pathetic op-ed that it is Kavanaugh that needs to persuade everybody that he didn't do these things. It's impossible. Impossible for that to actually occur. I didn't throw uh, a stone through my neighbor's window. Well, you have to prove you didn't. Well, how am I supposed to prove I didn't? This is exactly why our justice system is built the other way. It's built the other way. This is why we have Miranda rights. This is why you have due process rights. This is why uh, in our system, we spend an enormous amount of time and resources in trying to make sure that people who are accused of things are actually guilty. We even create different levels of proof. And in the criminal matter, it's beyond a reasonable doubt. Beyond a reasonable doubt. Hello? Beyond a reasonable doubt. An accuser who can remember almost nothing, that's not beyond a reasonable doubt. There's not a court in this country that would accept that. You remember the Duke lacrosse players, right? You remember the Duke lacrosse players? Virtually the entire nation, all the elitists, even the professors at Duke, guilty, 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 guilty as a result of the accusations. Every one of those kids was innocent. Every one of them. In some cases, it destroyed them forever, psychologically and otherwise. That's why we have a system. We also have a confirmation system that has been destroyed by the Democrats for the last three decades. We have a confirmation system. You don't get to just accuse somebody who has a long record of treating people with respect, of collegiality, a long career. And then all of a sudden, you step up after the hearing in Clarence Thomas's case, after the hearing in this case. See, the the pattern here that exists is the pattern of the left and the Democrat Party and their radical kook lawyers who are all involved in this and all their little left-wing groups behind the scenes funded by Soros. I know exactly what's going on here. So do you. We don't have to play along with this crap. It is possible, of course, that this accuser was molested. But I doubt it very seriously by Kavanaugh. And if she was, and I don't know if she was or not, 
She's going to have to come forward with just a little bit more information. Otherwise, it begins and ends right now. And so, Mr. Kavanaugh has less rights than a serial murderer. Mr. Kavanaugh has less rights than a serial rapist. Mr. Kavanaugh has less rights than a terrorist. Because there's an accusation. Without any substantiation or corroboration. Whatsoever. Can you imagine what a lawyer would do to this accuser on the stand? When you're defending a client, the gloves are off. And the system expects the gloves to be off. When you're in a courtroom, and I don't even think it would get to trial. I don't think it would get past summary motions. Your allegations have to be supported with some level of credibility. With some substantive support. Now that said, if the accuser were on the witness stand and being cross-examined by defense counsel, would Gillibrand be saying that's bullying? Would Gillibrand be saying that's not right? Would the accuser's lawyer, Deborah Katz, be saying, what's the rush? Would the accuser's lawyer be saying, you can't ask those kinds of questions? While the jury is sitting there watching and listening to all of it? And the judge is saying, the test here is beyond a reasonable doubt. Beyond a reasonable doubt. How do you think this witness, in this plaintiff slash witness, how do you think this plaintiff slash witness would do? Based on the information we have from the free press right now. How do you think this witness slash plaintiff would do? Very, very poorly. Now imagine if you have that situation and the jury is 49% people who've already declared in advance of anything that she's believable. Well, what would you have? You'd have a mockery. The Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee, collectively, are a mockery. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. So listen to the cacophony of kooks. Starting with Adam Schiff on the Morning Schmo Show. Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. These two, of course, are the quintessential moral couple. Enough said. Cut four, go. Do you believe that Dr. Ford should testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Monday as she's been invited? I hope that she does, uh, because I'm afraid that what the Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee really want is they, they want her to go away. Uh, they don't want the country to hear from her. And whoa, they whoa, whoa, whoa. They want the country to hear from her the sooner the better. Who said they don't want to hear from her? Who said they don't want to hear from her? First, her lawyer said she didn't want to testify. Now they're negotiating terms. You don't get to negotiate terms. 
the hell gets to negotiate terms with the United States Senate? So we're negotiating terms because the Republicans don't want to hear from her. It's the Democrats who didn't bring her up during the course of the hearings. Republicans don't want to hear from her. I don't even know what their voice sounds like. I'd love to hear from her. Oh, you're a bully. Now what? I said I want to hear from her. Monday, sooner the better. Wow, you're a bully. Must be an old white man. Then we get that crap. Go ahead. Hear from her live and on television. Uh, she's absolutely right. Uh, the FBI should do a thorough vetting of these allegations. Uh, See, this, this guy, this guy is is such a sleazeball. Well, why didn't the FBI do a thorough vetting of Hillary Clinton? There's another female that could have had a thorough vetting with the Espionage Act and so forth. But no, 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 you don't understand. Those allegations do not deserve a thorough vetting. The allegations about Hillary Clinton's campaign and the dossier, those do not deserve a thorough vetting. But the allegations 36 years ago, uh, without specifics... And having nothing to do with actual federal law enforcement, those deserve an FBI vetting. Now you know what a schmuck this guy Adam Schiff is. Go ahead. Simply rely on hearing two conflicting accounts and decide, well, we're okay with not knowing. Uh, we're okay with the fact that we might be putting a, uh, someone who committed attempted rape on the Supreme Court of the United States. So we're all, you see, here we are. We're okay with putting somebody who committed attempted rape on the United States Supreme Court. It's so sickening, so disgusting, that this man, simply because the President of the United States is trying to elevate him to the Supreme Court, is put through this and treated like this. And Adam Schiff is an ambulance-chasing demagogue. Now he found an investigation he can actually get behind. This is a soulless ignoramus. Go ahead. We should get to the bottom of this, and it wouldn't take that long to We're do. not going to get to the bottom of this, you idiot. We're never going to get to the bottom of this. And if this were a court of law, be thrown out. Get to the bottom of what? Well, who did it? Did he do it? How are you going to get to the bottom of it? Go ahead. Uh, this is the same crowd that waited uh, a year to fill uh, the last uh, vacancy. The same the crowd that waited a year to fill the last vacancy. You see how the propaganda goes? They followed the Biden-Obama standard when they were senators. And they made it clear that George W. Bush must not nominate anyone for the United States Supreme Court in the last year of his term. So they turn around and Obama does exactly that. They want to replace the great Antonin Scalia with a liberal. With a liberal. And because the Republicans didn't go along with it, now every single Republican nominee is to be blocked. Last time I checked, this president's been in office less than two years. It's not the last year of his term, of his first term. Go ahead. Administration on the Supreme Court, so why this rush? And I think. There's no rush. The question is. Why did she wait a month and a half during the course of the hearings? Look, ladies and gentlemen, the Supreme Court is a big deal. And the United States Senate is not the plaything of the Democrat Party. The United States Senate is not the plaything 
of Professor Ford or her lawyers or George Soros. They've got business to do. They've got things to do. We understand what the Democrats are up to. When it was near Obama leaving office, they wanted to ram home a Supreme Court justice. When the Republicans might lose the Senate, they want to block the confirmation of a Supreme Court justice. And they will do anything for power, any damn thing they can. They have backed perverts. They backed a man who allowed a woman to die. They have backed Klansmen. It doesn't matter. They want power. They want to retain power. They cannot tolerate the idea that there may be another justice of the Supreme Court who actually wishes to follow the Constitution of the United States. That is unacceptable. These people are totalitarian in mindset. They are tyrannical. Can you imagine if they controlled everything? You wouldn't recognize the country. I'll be right back. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. Than allowed by law. The Mark Levin Show. Call now at 877 381 3811. Optimate Tax Relief. You know, I enjoy helping my listeners like Nathaniel, who owe the IRS tens of thousands in back taxes. Now, he told the IRS he didn't have the money to pay, but it didn't matter. They put a lien on his home anyway. Nathaniel heard how much I respect Optimate Tax Relief, so he engaged them. And Optima got the IRS to designate Nathaniel's case as CNC status, currently not collectible. Now, that's a big win because it basically says no use pursuing our client. There's nothing to be gained here. Optima kept fighting on Dan in Nathaniel's behalf until the IRS agreed a deal that saved him thousands and resolved his tax debt for good. Optima knows that behind every tax problem, are honest, hardworking Americans with families and homes, savings and paychecks that need protection. They've resolved over half a billion dollars in tax debt for clients. Now, if you owe back taxes to the IRS, call my friends at Optima Tax Relief, 800-499-6300, 800-499-6300. That's 800-499-6300. Let me tell you something that's in the works here. This Sunday on Life, Liberty, and Levin, I'm working on a completely different show. It's a one-off. I'm not going to do this, certainly not often. You know, I believe in the long 
form interview format. One tops, two guests on matters that may not even be related to the news. On individuals who are inspiring, who are compelling, some of whom you know, some of whom you don't. All walks of life. And I'm going to continue that kind of programming and content. But I am planning this Sunday on Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox at 10 p.m. Eastern to do something a little differently. I'm going to talk about the Supreme Court and the Kavanaugh case. The Supreme Court, what's taken place over the last many decades, including in the confirmation process. And I've decided I'm going to provide information and video and so forth and so on. That really has not been explained before. Memos that most of you have never seen before. And then related to what's going on today in the Kavanaugh case. So let me call it now. The management there over Fox, they'll, uh, they'll be fine with it, I'm sure. I'm going to do a special, let's call it that, a special Life, Liberty, and Levin on Sunday at 10 p.m., You're not going to want to miss it because I've already been working on it in my own head and already been doing the research and preparing for it. So it'll be a very different program. We will get back to what I believe is a very important format that we created with Life, Liberty, and Levin, this uh, long-form interview program. But it'll just be me. So I've made that executive decision for my, my dear management friends over at Fox, and I'm sure they'll be fine with it. So don't forget... Even though it's Thursday, remember Sunday, Life, Liberty, and Levin, 10 p.m. Eastern. Now, let's see here. Who did I want to get? Chris Coombs. He's a senator from Delaware. And he's on MSNBC today. And I want you to listen to what he has to say. Cut five, go. If we look back at how Professor Anita Hill was treated uh, by the Judiciary Committee, how many other survivors of assault uh, have been treated in this country? I don't know that she was a survivor of assault. Where's the evidence that she was assaulted? We never did see any evidence that Anita Hill was assaulted. That wasn't even the issue, whether she was assaulted. Her claim, which also was never demonstrated to be truthful, was harassment. Go ahead. Over generations, um, there is a completely understandable fear or hesitation um, to be put in the limelight and miscast as um, sort of she said, he said. Um, she's now, this, not a- this is amazing to me. They're manipulating this entire process. They're manipulating the propaganda. Uh, you can't win. Y'all can only lose. Okay, we want to hear from her. The sooner the better. Well, then you're a bully. She's not ready. Okay, now she wants to be heard. Well, she'll be miscast, and but she ought to be on TV, Adam Schiff says. Listen to all this stuff. Go ahead. Here, uh, It is Judge Kavanaugh who's been nominated for a lifetime appointment on the Supreme Court, one of the most important roles in our republic, in our constitutional order. Um, and so, frankly, the burden should more be on him uh, to present witnesses and to pre- there present... There you go. Test- you should, the burden should be on you to present witnesses to say, no, I did not molest her when I was 17 years old in high school. The burden should be on the accused. Now, under what rational system is that the case? Because the left is nuts? Because they're power hungry? Because they want to sabotage this nomination? Really? So let's say Chris Coons is accused of something. Is the burden on him 
given the fact that he's an old white male? This case is not about the history of women in society. This case isn't even about women in society. This case is about an allegation which so far has had no substantial support of any kind. And I base that on the reports. I never met the woman. I never spoke to her. That is time to create the greatest amount of political tumult and make it increasingly more difficult uh, for the president of the United States to get his nominee on the Supreme Court. That's what it's about. It's not about uh, what happened to women in 1921 and so forth and so on. And now we learn that the accusers being advised by a Democrat operative. By a Democrat operative. Let's see if I can find it here. I'll find it during the break. Among my uh, heavy pile of uh, information here. She's being advised by a Democratic operative. So this whole thing stinks of politics because it's saturated with politics. All right. Let's take some calls, shall we? Let's do it. Let us go to uh, Cindy, Rossland, Michigan, XM Satellite. Go right ahead. Hi, Mr. Levin. Uh, First of all, I do not buy that Professor Ford had this awakening in July that it just came back to her. And if she's doing her civic duty by following judiciary appointments so closely, I would like to know why she didn't come forward 12 years ago when Judge Kavanaugh was sworn into the circuit court. Because she was suppressing her uh, her memory. That's the argument. I don't, I don't buy that one bit. You know, I and mean... Apparently, apparently she was suppressing it all the way up to July. All the way up to July, and now she wants to reveal what she knows. That's just amazing to me. And I would like to know your opinion on this, too, because I just thought of it. Do you think that all of these theatrics and drama and everything would be as bad as it, as bad as it is with this nomination just because it is a midterm election year? Yeah, I do, actually. I mean, I, I think the Democrats would uh, manage it perhaps in a different way. But yes, I do. I think they uh, they believe they own the United States Supreme Court, and you have to you have to understand why. I mean, they've nationalized our social and cultural issues. They're nationalizing immigration issues. They're nationalizing a lot of issues, and by nationalizing, I don't mean for the national government um, um, in the aggregate. I mean by the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court gets increasingly more powerful. They want to push their agenda through the Supreme Court, whether they win elections or not. They they can count on five, six justices, and that's their it's been their plan for a hundred years. <clears throat> that's what they've been doing, and they're not about to give it up. So if they have to destroy Kavanaugh, they'll destroy Kavanaugh. They have to try and destroy Clarence Thomas, they'll destroy him. Robert Bork, destroy him. As a matter of fact, the smarter these guys are, and the more faithful they are to the text and the original meaning of the Constitution and its language, the more they're the enemy. Because progressivism is the entity of constitutionalism. Thank you for your call, my friend. 
Let's see. Let us go to Kevin, Newport, Rhode Island, the great WPRV. Go. Hey, Mark. Love your show. Great show. Yeah. Uh, hey, I wanted to draw a historical analogy. In the last few months, you've been just discussing how the sitting president cannot be indicted by any prosecutor or some state. I've been general. saying that's the position of the United States Department of Justice for almost a half a century. Well, I wanted to transfer that also to apply to Supreme Court judges or federal judges that they can't be harassed by any... No, but they can be indicted, and the distinction is you have one president. And if that president uh, is forced by a single prosecutor uh, to, um, in the end, potentially be imprisoned or to go through the trial process or or to be charged, then the single prosecutor is more powerful than all of the other branches of the government combined. Agreed. If you're, if you're charging a Supreme, any judge, a Supreme Court justice, or a member of Congress, uh, it's just not the same case. Okay. Make sense? It does. All right, my friend. Thank you for your call. Gary, Huntsville, Alabama. How are you? Hey. I'm well, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. You got it. My daughter, my daughter and her husband are... WVNN, by the way, the great affiliate that, there. Go ahead. That's right. They are recent graduates of University of Alabama Law School, and they told me that this uh, columnist, this op-ed writer, is a, a communist nut job. They had him for constitutional law. Well, I can't say that he is that, obviously, on the air, but you're telling me he's a leftist. He's a leftist. Strong and and firm, yes. Mm hmm. Krotozinski, I believe his name is, right? Uh, something like Zinsinski. I'm not sure. Yeah, Krotozinski, I think. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, so anyway, he's a leftist, and he, and he demonstrates that in his op ed, which is a pathetic op ed. But notice the New York Times gives lots of space for the kooks. You notice that? They do. Yes. And I've told you about the history of the New York Times. Are you a regular listener? I am, almost every night. And I've told you and the, the whole country about the New York Times and the record of the New York Times when it came to the Holocaust, right? Yes. That the Holocaust, they pushed to the back pages to the extent they reported on it at all. That they uh, censored photographs. Uh, they've since admitted this uh, decades later. And let me ask you a question, Gary. If a newspaper in the teeth of the Holocaust with massive, horrific genocide decides that it is going to protect its good name by trying to ingratiate itself with elements in the United States that would find such reporting offensive or troubling, how the hell does that newspaper remain the paper of record? How the hell does that newspaper have any credibility whatsoever? As is, as is usual, you have posed a, a, an excellent question and one for which there is no real answer. You're right. The left has a high tolerance for everybody else's suffering. Have you noticed that? <laughs> they do. All they right, do. my friend. Thank you for your call. I love Huntsville, Alabama. It's a wonderful, wonderful town. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. how incurious the media are about Dr. Ford. 
Have you noticed that, Mr. Producer? She is a professor at a average quality college. Well, where did she get the money for her lawyers? Maybe it's her own money. Could well be. The lie detector test was apparently taken in one of her lawyers' offices. Whose idea was that? Now, we don't believe in attorney-client privilege anymore in this country, as you all well know. So with whom have her attorneys been colluding? Which members of the Senate Judiciary Committee? Which staffers on the Senate Judiciary Committee? How about Schumer and his staff? Which media types have they been leaking to? Have they been colluding with? Will the media, in fact, pursue any of this? It's a good question, isn't it? I'd like to know. Um, But they're not going to. They don't want to know anything. Just, just look at them, listen to them, watch them. They're fools. You know, there's an entity, an identity theft protection company, that I've been telling you about since the beginning of this year. And I really hope you've decided to use their stellar personal service. The company is My ID Care. They don't advertise a lot because until recently they've protected Fortune 500 companies for years. Not too long ago, they started offering their best-in-class service directly to consumers, and they asked me to partner with them. So I tried them out. Boy, I've learned a lot. I'm enormously impressed with the fact that my ID care protects for the nine types of identity theft that I signed my family up to. My ID care also monitors the credit bureaus and the dark web. So you don't have to. And Tom Kelly, the CEO, he's a genius at personal ID protection. And he stands by you. Only My ID Care offers a money-back recovery guarantee. Learn more, and then let My ID Care take care of you. My listeners also get fifteen percent off at myidcare.com/mark promo code mark. Myidcare.com/mark promo code mark. One more time, myidcare.com/mark promo code mark. Now you hear me mentioning these words you hear me talking about my id care you cannot expect the government to protect you you cannot expect the computer companies and the software companies to protect you you need my id care millions of people are really bamboozled by by the fact that they think that they're protected you're not protected you've got to actually take a couple of steps to protect yourself and I'm telling you, my ID care is the best. We used to have the other one. I like my ID care a hundred times more. That's why they're a sponsor now. So go to myidcare.com slash mark and enter promo code mark. All right. Let's see here. Let's go to a couple of calls if we can. Brian, Studio City, California. Uh, guys, would you put the call letters up? That would be very, very helpful. The great KRLA. Go. Hello, Mr. Levin. I uh, thank you for taking my call. You got um, it. I just, I just wanted to tell you that it's perhaps we should uh, 
you know, go by the standards of the left and the with the infinite wisdom of Nancy Pelosi when she said uh, when they passed Obamacare, why don't we just pass the bill to find out what's in it? Why don't they just confirm Kavanaugh to find out how he rules in the court? <laughs> I mean, that's their standard, right? Not a bad point, my friend. It's always good to point out their hypocrisy because they're Absolutely. dripping with it. All right, brother. Thank you for your call. Scotty, New York, New York, the great WABC. Go. Hey, Mark. How you doing, bud? Okay. Uh, you know, it's just it's amazing to see how low the left has gone. You know, they won't go any lower that day. You know, now you have uh, members of Congress uh, with a um, anti-Kavanaugh um, slogan. Uh, you have the people in Hollywood with this anti-Kavanaugh. I mean, Mark, it, it just it doesn't end. These people are disgusting, and it just doesn't end. No, it doesn't end. As a matter of fact, it gets worse by the day, doesn't it? None of us ever thought Kavanaugh would be in this position, did we? Nope. I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. All right. How much more can you handle? I think you can handle a lot more because this is being done to your country. First of all, the accuser doesn't get to set the terms for a Senate hearing. But let's go on. Just so you can hear the the kind of idiocy uh, that is going on here. Let's go with... Kirsten Gillibrand on CNN today. Go ahead. I stand with her, and she is being bullied by this committee. It's outrageous that this committee has not moved forward despite the rest of the world. They're stuck in decades ago. They, they literally are frozen in time. And not only should she be given the opportunity to testify, which she has asked for, she's asked to cooperate. She's asked for an investigation, which is the minimum that should be afforded her. She will want to have the corroborating witnesses testify, too, so the full story can be uh, testified to under oath. And so I, I, I believe her. I stand with her. And Do you hope I don't she shows she, up on Monday? Do you hope that she testifies? I don't think she should be bullied into this scenario where it's a he said, she said, uh, where many members of the committee have already made up their minds without the benefit of an FBI uh, investigation where it's um, nonpartisan and objective and without the benefit of corroborating witnesses being able to testify. It's a sham hearing. And I, I don't think she should participate in it. What? What? So you see... It's a sham hearing, ladies and gentlemen. It's a sham hearing. And Jim Acosta is a moron, of course. He, he wants it to be a sham hearing, too. I stand with her, says Gillibrand. She's being bullied by this committee. It's outrageous that this committee has not moved forward despite the rest of the world. What does that mean? They're stuck in decades ago. Among other things, she's illiterate. So she's attacking men here, of course. They're literally frozen in time. 
Not only should she be given the opportunity to testify, which she has asked for, she's asked to cooperate. She's asked for an investigation, which is the minimum that should be afforded her. Well, what's the maximum that should be afforded her? She's asked for an investigation, which is the minimum. She will want to have the corroborating witnesses testify, too. So the full story can be testified to under oath. And so I believe her. I stand with her. You believe what? There hasn't even been any testimony. There hasn't even been any witnesses. Are you as stupid as you sound? Yes, she is. Why don't you invite Ms. Gillibrand on the program, Mr. Producer? I'm serious. Do you hope she shows on Monday? Do you hope that she testifies as Jim Acosta? Fair enough. I don't think she should be bullied into this scenario where it's a he said, she said, where many members of the committee have already made up their minds without the benefit of an FBI investigation where it's not partisan and objective and without the benefit of corroborating witnesses being able to testify, it's a sham hearing. And I don't think she should participate in it See, this is what it must have been like, seriously, to live in the Soviet Union when you're accused of something. All the weight, all the weight goes to the accuser. All the benefit, benefits of doubt go to the accuser. The entire system is built for the accuser. When it comes to the Senate Judiciary Committee, folks, the Senate Judiciary Committee and the Democrats in particular have turned this entire process into a disaster. An ugly disaster. This would be the same Congress that set up these secret ethics arrangements where they would use your tax dollars to settle their sexual harassment claims. This is the same Gillibrand who testified arm-in-arm with Bill Clinton when it was to her benefit raising money and all the rest then decided to throw him overboard a year ago when she felt she would ride this issue into the presidency. Then we have John Geramendi. This guy's been a clown in California for decades. Notice how they all say the same thing and all sound so stupid. Cut seven, go. Just think about this. Women for decades have faced this situation. They've always, when they come forward with an accusation of assault or rape, they become the victim in the hearing. And we've got to put a stop to that. Women across this nation should be outraged at what these white men senators are doing to this woman. This woman needs a fair hearing, as every woman does. Ah, Shut up, you idiot. There's an old white man. As these white men are doing? Aren't you sick of this? Here's Stephanie Rule, a host at MSLSD. Cut eight, go. Brett Kavanaugh is a father. He does have young daughters. He does have a stellar reputation. So does it not surprise you that... If he were to get confirmed, wouldn't he not want to have this cloud over him? People say he's got an unblemished record. This is a big old blemish either way. Yet he's remaining silent and not calling for an investigation. Huh? Listen, I've been accused of something that I didn't do. The person coming forward has really set me up. 
waited till after the hearings and so forth and so on. I'm innocent. But you know what? I want to be browbeaten and attacked and smeared on TV in order to get my good name back. Is that it, you clown? I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Then, of course, Hollywood supports Dr. Ford. They don't know her. They never met her. Doesn't matter. Hollywood supports. We have actresses. Julianne Moore, Eva Longoria, of course, America Ferrara, Marisa Tomei, Gabriel Union, and Amber Tamblin, and I don't know half of them. Cut nine, go. Dear Professor Ford. Dear Professor Ford. Dear Professor Ford. We know how difficult it is to stand up to powerful people. We want to thank you for publicly sharing your story of sexual violence. As members of the Senate determine whether Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh should serve as a Supreme Court Justice. This context is critical. The behavior you described was wrong. Wrong. Wrong and runs directly counter to upholding the law and promoting justice. He should not be confirmed. He should not be confirmed. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. There hasn't even been any testimony yet. What about the corroborating witnesses that Gillibrand says exists? And what about that? How does Gillibrand know they're corroborating witnesses? Have you and I heard about corroborating witnesses? I've scanned all the recent media. I'm not aware of corroborating witnesses. Are you? How does Gillibrand know they're corroborating witnesses? So Kavanaugh should have been stopped before the accuser was known. Kavanaugh should be stopped now before there's testimony. And Kavanaugh should be stopped if there is testimony. Get the point? What's the point of this? Just go out and hang them. Go out and hang them. That's it. That's the beginning and the end of it. I'll be right back. Lovin. Now that uh, little bit of Hollywood uh, genius was produced by MoveOn.org, which of course is the left-wing radical nutjob site. They produce no such thing, these Hollywood types, for Juanita Broderick, Paula Jones, Kathleen Willey, or a host of other women who uh, Bill Clinton sexually molested. They didn't do it for Monica Lewinsky. So this is not an... You know, I don't remember Gillibrand standing up for any of these women. She was an adult at the time. I don't remember it. She's so serious about this issue. I don't remember all those old white men Democrats and all those old white men in the media standing up. Do you, ladies and gentlemen? No, I don't. No, I don't. You know, these people are stupid and they're getting dumber by the day and they drag down the country. They just do. How do these people become senators? Is there a requirement that you have to have a low IQ to become a senator because you really can't run a cash register at a 7-Eleven or a Wawa? Wawa. Here's a friend of Christine Ford. Her name is Samantha Gurry. She was on CNN yesterday. And she's being interviewed by Jim Acosta. Now listen to this entire exchange. Cut 10, go. 
And do you know Brett Kavanaugh at all? I did. I did. I, he was an acquaintance of mine in high school. And, and did he have this uh, reputation for excessive drinking during that time? No, no, no. You're confusing him with Matt Lauer, actually. Go ahead. Can't really speak to that because he wasn't directly. What about what Dr. Ford is alleging? Have you, was this the first time you had heard anything like that with respect to Judge Kavanaugh? Absolutely. It's not the first time I've heard anything like that in terms of the community of women that I know and uh, not regarding him, but... Those sorts of things went on. A lot, you know, one of the things that's been surprising to me as I've gotten um, involved in this in the last couple of days is how many women of my class have come forward to me in this last few days and said, I had similar experiences in high school. And this hits me very deeply, and I, it's very not with Brett Kavanaugh, but with not other with Brett boys. Not with Kavanaugh, but with other boys in our community, and um, and and we all feel that if we were in her shoes, we'd want to be taken seriously as well. What 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 what? So it has nothing to do with Brett Kavanaugh, but they'd want it to be taken seriously if we were in her shoes. Well. Who's not taking her seriously? It's her conduct now, 36 years later, from July to today, that is bizarre. It is the comments by members of Congress who are exploiting this situation that are troublesome, deeply troublesome. And I don't enjoy playing these clips. This is not what I think radio should be all about. But you have to hear these people. You have to hear these people. I'm not making this stuff up, but I do want to move on. We, I mean, if the callers, you want to, you want to talk about this stuff, we certainly can and we will. Uh, but, uh, but I want to talk about, for a moment, this crucially important election in Texas. And I'll have a few minutes, because I have a great guest coming up. My buddy Eric Bowling. Isn't that right, Mr. Producer? This guy, Beto, or Beto O'Rourke. It's not his actual name, but that's what he wants to go by. Fine by me. And he is loved by the liberals all over the country. And they're trying to get him elected in the state of Texas. Because they figure if they can get a, a creep like this elected in the state of Texas, then they can do anything. He is a left-wing kook of the Bernie Sanders kind. Now listen to this at a town hall meeting yesterday. Cut 13, go. That system of suspecting somebody solely based on the color of skin, searching that person solely based on the color of their skin, stopping that person solely based on the color of their skin, shooting that person solely based on the color of their skin, throwing the book at that person. Letting them drop behind bars solely based on the color of their skin. It is why some have called this, I think it is an app description, the new Jim Crow. So policing is the new Jim Crow. Policing is the new Jim Crow. It doesn't talk about individual cases. The cops are the new Bull Connors. I cannot believe that this guy O'Rourke is even anywhere in the stratosphere when it comes to this election for the Senate in the great state of Texas. He's a cop hater. Look how he's smearing the cops. In a state, when you look at Dallas, all those cops murdered that day. You remember that, America? 
All those cops murdered that day. Look how irresponsible this language is. Not talking about criminals. Rapists, murderers, burglars, robbers. Police officers. They're not promoting the new Jim Crow. And look how he attacks them as a group. Look how he attacks them as a group. This guy is celebrated in Hollywood. He's celebrated on TV. These Democrat institutions in Washington are pouring millions and millions of dollars into his campaign. Billionaires, left-wing billionaires, pouring millions and millions of dollars into his campaign. And he talks like this about cops. You ought to hear how he talks about Israel. You ought to hear how he talks about his own country, the United States. This guy's a reprobate. That's right, I said it. Just another punk. Now, black America, I want you to hear what he has to say about you and illegal aliens. Oh, yeah. Obito. Listen carefully. Now, he was, uh, his remarks were made after a black American asked the congressman if he supported illegal aliens being given U.S. citizenship despite breaking the country's immigration laws. Listen carefully. Cut 14. Go. And yes, there, there are some people who did not follow our laws when they came here to, to be with their families or to work jobs. And in some cases, no one was willing to work in their communities. I mentioned going to high school in Roscoe. I also went to the cotton gym in Roscoe. And at that cotton gym, there are 24 jobs. And the manager in that gym says, it does not matter the wages that I pay or the number of hours that we set in the work week. I can find no one born in Roscoe or Sweetwater or Texas or this country who's willing to work. But there are no one born in Roscoe, Texas or the state of Texas or the entire country is prepared to work at this cotton gin. Nobody. So therefore, we must have 20 million illegal aliens in this country. Because Americans are lazy, you see. Particularly poorer Americans. So American citizens are not noble, they're lazy. But illegal aliens, they are noble and they're hardworking. Every one of them. Go ahead. Coming from Central America or Mexico, other parts of the world if people want to come here and work jobs and build our economy let them get visas and come here and do it let them come legally it's not as if we don't have any over a million a year and stop putting down the american people so at one town hall he trashes the cops as promoting jim crow all cops and he trashes the american worker is not willing to work. Hence, we need all these productive illegal aliens in the country. Every damn one of them is nobler than an American citizen. Texas, you better wake the hell up. I'll be right back. Mark Levin, a proud conservative. No ifs, ands, or buts. Call in at 877-381-3811. You know, we all have been watching the, uh, the confirmation hearings for Judge Kavanaugh. I think you'll agree. It's a prime example of how some in the Senate abuse their power. Frankly, make a joke out of Congress in general. Now, if you're wondering how Congress is supposed to work, how it got this bad, 
then you need to take Hillsdale College's groundbreaking new online free course, Congress, How It Used to Work and Why It Doesn't. Hillsdale College teaches about our government and founding documents better than anyone. And because they have a mission to help preserve America, they turn their excellent classroom teaching into online courses, and you can take them for free. And in this new course, you'll learn exactly what Congress should be doing and what it shouldn't, how it got to the state it, it, it's in, in it today, and how we can start to restore a more constitutional Congress. The course is free to you, my listeners. When you pre-register, you'll reserve your place for when it launches on this week. So just go to levinforhillsdale.com right now to register. It's free, so reserve your spot today. levinforhillsdale.com, that's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. And again, just to reiterate what a tremendous honor it was to speak at the Hillsdale event today and uh, at the Trump Hotel in D.C., which is a magnificent hotel. I mean, it really is. We really enjoyed it, my wife and I there. You know, I have a buddy. I haven't talked to him in a long time. My fault. His name is Eric Bowling. He's got a brand new show. He's out there talking about something that's near and dear to his heart. And I wanted to have him on tonight. Eric, how are you, my friend? Mark, thank you so much for having me on. If, if I said I'm doing great, I'd be lying to you, but we're doing, my wife and I are just, uh, we're, we're, we're making it, we're, we're making it through, Mark. We are, but that's, that's the new mission in, in, in life now is to get some opioid awareness out there and let people realize how, how deadly and dangerous, dangerous this drug really is. And we lost our son a year ago. Um, last week was a year and uh, to an accidental opioid overdose. And so in the, in, in the better part of the, the year and two months or a year and a month or so, I've been um, an advocate to, to create some awareness. I have a real nice collaboration with the NASCAR race team number 51 every weekend on a Saturday or Sunday, whatever NASCAR race, uh, wherever they are that weekend, there's a, there's a, um, a race to erase opioids.com logo that's running around a track for three hours being seen by millions. So that's, that's my new life mission, but I also, you know, love the politics more. So wherever I go, we talk a lot of politics too. You know, uh, Eric, um, the nation, uh, well, the nation heard what you and your wife went through and it was a collective gasp. And people are going through this every day. And I have a question to ask you. And if it's, it's, it's not to be prurient, I just want to know. And if you don't want to answer, I understand. How do parents cope with this? They don't. It's, it's, a, it's a depth. You know, you always heard about the proverbial phone call, the late night phone call. Uh, Eric Chase was a great kid, great student, sophomore at University of Colorado. Um, never thought any of this would, would you know, knock on our door. Um, you don't. You go to a depth that's just indescribable. I mean, you think the worst thing that could possibly happen to you, and then multiply it by a million, and you're you're starting to scratch the surface of, of the way you feel at that moment. Uh, we were driving home from a restaurant. Um, the phone rang, and and I, my cell phone is about ten thirty at night, which concerns me. And there's a young man in in a panic saying, you know, Mr. Bowling, call Eric right away in his apartment. I called over there, and a girl answered. And she was crying, and I said, I just went right there. I said, Kaylee, because I'd known he was dating a girl. <clears throat> I said, Kaylee, is he alive? And that was my only question. She couldn't answer. So then, you know, my world changed. Yeah. Um, tell us about uh, the opioid epidemic and what America can 
do about this? Maybe you're hooked in with NASCAR. Anything else? Yeah, we're working with uh, – we're trying to get the PGA Tour involved, and they're, they're close, and also the NFL is, is looking to get involved. And, and President Trump has had me to the White House. I'm part of their opioid awareness push I'm on their website. Um, so so I do a lot of speaking and everything. You know, I, People have marked – honestly, you know me for a long time. I would never lie. I'm, I'm as truthful as the day is long. People have approached me – special interest groups, pharmaceuticals, where you get involved, we'd be our brand ambassador throwing a gazillion dollars at me. And I say, no, I'm doing everything I do. I do for free because I, it's, it's going to be pure uh, in message. So I speak to a lot of groups. I speak to a lot of young people at CPAC, at Turning Points USA and elsewhere. I think I am going to speak at Hillsdale, if I'm not mistaken, coming up. Um, and, and, and the message I've gleaned over this past year and I hope to impart some information so other people don't have to go through this is that for two messages, one for the parents who think their kid could never, it could never touch them because their kid is too smart, too good looking, too athletic, too, too popular, too white, too black, too gay, too straight, too boy, too girl, too cisgender, too whatever to, to ever have it touch their, their children. It will. And it does. And, and you have to have the conversation with them before it does and have it a lot of times after and to kids, kids really have to understand this is true. This happened to us. One pill can kill. Eric Chase bought a, um, a Xanax on campus that he thought was a prescriptive. I assume he thought it was prescriptive Xanax, and it wasn't. It was a Chinese knockoff, and it had fentanyl in it, and, and, and he died. So one pill can kill. So you, you take a pill. doesn't matter where you get it. You think it's going to be okay. It, it just might not. It might be the last thing you do. You know, Eric, Eric Bowling, my friend, you know, Nancy Reagan used to say, just say no. And they mocked her. And they mocked yeah. her. I mean, uh, it is just right. say no, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because well, you don't know anymore, Mark. I mean, fentanyl, 90% of the fentanyl in the world is produced by China. It's coming through our southern border. It's coming through our mail system. And these dealers are getting their hands on it because it's, it's pumping up the, the strength of, of drugs that they're, the, the more and more kids are starting to experiment with. And you just don't know what's in these things. You just don't. I mean, they, 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 as hard as we try, as much as we put up, uh, you know, the, the fight against the opioids, it still gets through. So people really need to understand how dangerous this stuff. So about three, think about salt, a salt shaker, three grain, granular grains of salt. That much fentanyl can, can kill a 200-pound male. Hmm. Is there a website if people want to contact you or follow you or follow what you have to say? Where is there somewhere they can go? So, so Mark, when, immediately after this happened, um, I turned my Twitter page, and I, I, I'm the only one who handles my Twitter. So I turned it over to this to this cause, and we have so many people weighing in from both sides, from addicts who are needing help, from people who have who have help to offer. Or we had a lady um, a couple of weeks ago come on my website saying. Um, I'm probably going to kill myself because I can't take it anymore. And I said, not my website, on, on my Twitter account. And I said, just hang in there. And I said, hey, gang, let's help her out. And she was overwhelmed with support and ideas and things to do and numbers to call. And she called back, like, got hit, hit us back up a couple of weeks later. And she said, you know, that was amazing outpouring. So if we can do more and more of that, my Twitter is Eric Bowling, just with no space in between, B-O-L-L-I-N-G. And it's really become a clearinghouse for, for information and, and, and getting help. So that's, that's where I am. Now you're doing some fun stuff, too, with CRTV. Tell us about that. So 
I was giving a speech. Uh, Matt Schlapp at CPAC called me and he said, hey, tell us your story at CPAC. And I said, Matt, did, CPAC's all about politics. Do you really want this opioid thing? I might gladly do it. And he said, yeah, I have a hunch about something. And sure enough, I did the speech. And afterwards, I was just in and overwhelmed by just those groups of like literally hundreds of people standing around me, predominantly young people who wanted to talk about opioids. I happened to be doing that on, on Media Row at CPAC and, and standing in front of CRTV. And as you know, president of CRTV, Gaston Mooney, he pulled me aside. He said, hey, you know, I think it's time for you to do a show. It's time for you to get back in, in the game. And he said, what do you want to do? And I said, I'd love to do a, you know, a politics show, but I always want to be able to talk about the opioids as well. And, and, and at CRTV, Mark, you were the first one there. I mean, you know that it's just a phenomenal network of conservative voices. And they really kind of let you be yourself. And so yep. that's what I've done for, for about three months now. It's, we've been all over the country, um, Texas, Florida, Louisiana, South Carolina, North Carolina. We just got back from... We interviewed Glenn back in Texas, and then we spent three days in Las Vegas. I just got off the plane in Las Vegas from Las Vegas, and we did a, um, a full hour exposing what we think or what we it started answering questions about what really happened at the Mandalay Bay Massacre one year hmm. ago, coming up October 1st. It was a phenomenal hour. I had law enforcement. I had first responders. I had eyewitnesses. I had people who were there. I had uh, conspiracy theorists who think two, three shooters. Someone even think was mentioned maybe ISIS was involved, but we were, and, and the mayor came on, and so we we spent the hour kind of debating and dismantling what 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 happened, and hopefully we answered a lot of questions. So, but that's the cool thing about CRTV. When I, when people come up to me, I'm like at CRTV, they go, "Oh, you mean Mark Levin?" I go, "Yeah, no, oh, on the network too. Yeah. No, it's true. I'm, I'm being honest with you. That you you uh, you know CRTV." And you are, are almost synonymous, and people love it. So we got to thank you for that. But, Eric, you know what? You work very hard. You really throw yourself in everything you do. Your show is absolutely fantastic. And uh, if people want to check it out, they can go to CRTV.com. Check out Eric Bowling. Just click on to his show, which is really called America, right? Yes, sir. Can't spell America without Eric in the middle. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's lie. <laughs> and and let me yeah. just say this to you. You are an inspiration. You are an absolute inspiration to every parent in this country. And uh I, 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 un, unintended. You know, I'm, and and people call me an expert on, on opioids and I say I it's something I never wanted to be and wish I wish I wasn't, but you gotta do it. That's why you're very special. I don't know your wife. Give her all my best from me and my wife and uh, all the Levinites out there, Eric. Yeah, thank Mark. Thank you and your wife. I love her. She's a lovely woman, and, and all your fans are just so awesome. Thank you uh, for everything, Mark. Really, honestly. you know what? You know what? I'm going to have you back once every month. How would you like that? I would love that. I would adore that. That'd be great. And That'd you give great. us an update once every month. You got it. I, all right, I'm brother. Here. You all take right, care Mark. of yourself. All right. God bless. Mr. Producer, please put that in the schedule. He's a remarkable man, remarkable parents, and they they suffer, as do many of you out there, many of you listening. I know you do. I know there's a lot of... Uh, uh, well, anyway, we'll be right back. Mark in.
It's a good man, that Eric Bowling, I'll tell you. Stronger than I am. And we'll have him back many times. And you know, uh, I was looking at a piece on this Democrat senator from Hawaii at the Free Beacon. Apparently she received money from Tom Carper. And Tom Carper had admitted to wife abuse. Isn't that the story, Mr. Producer? And, uh, you know, he was helping various campaigns, and and this Democrat senator, this, this woman who attacks men left and right, she, uh, she received some money from him. Now, the, the lib media didn't go on and on about how she's a hypocrite and how she has some issues because she accepted that money. Then you look at another story about our friend Ron DeSantis. And Politico has a story that his campaign had received some money from some guy who made a racist, a vile, racist, hateful comment. After the fact. Now, the truth is, a lot of these campaigns, they raise millions and millions of dollars, and they don't know everybody who's donating to them. But I can guarantee you the Democrat senator from Hawaii, what's her name? She, uh, and I really don't remember, she got money from a fellow senator, so she knew about Carper. But the DeSantis campaign, where he's running for governor of Florida, he has no idea who this kook is. But look at this difference in the coverage. Politico all but says that, look at this DeSantis, he has a race issue here. Not, Not only did he say monkey up, not only did he say articulate and stuff like that, but... Now look at this. His campaign took money from this guy who's making uh, racial uh, costlers. Excuse me? On the other hand, this Democrat senator from Hawaii takes money from a colleague who admitted to beating his wife or something like that. No big deal. You know, whatever. What are you worried about? DeSantis is a terrific man. He doesn't have a racist bone in his body. And he's a combat veteran. He's an Ivy League school graduate, Harvard Law School. Was an outstanding member of Congress. And so now they have to destroy him, you see. But I don't think it'll work. Because he's running against a guy who's another left-wing Bernie Sanders kook. He's a kook, the mayor of uh, Tallahassee. He's a leftist. He'll destroy the state. You know, recent events have proven to us all again the importance of preparation. And once the cone of impact was known for Hurricane Florence, we all saw the pictures of empty store shelves cleared of basic foods and water. That's not what you want to face when an emergency eventually strikes in the area where you live. Now, folks, you need a plan for survival, like food storage and water filtration. That's not a militia thing. It's not a crazy thing. It's reality. Protection from disasters, survival tools. Here's where you get those things. Rely on My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply. They've helped hardworking Americans prepare and become more self-reliant for over a decade. They sell hundreds of items, including emergency survival food kits and gravity-powered water filtration systems, 
at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Could be a Category 4 hurricane, massive floods, forest fires, an earthquake, a cyber attack, shutting down our power grid. Could be a lot of things. For all these emergencies and more, shop at MyPatriotSupply.com to prepare. No more rushing to find empty store shelves because you're too late or relying on people from Washington to knock on your door to help you. It's not going to happen. So do it now and sleep well tonight. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Mr. Producer, my computer has failed me. Give me the name of a tremendous caller, please. William in Georgia on the Mark Levin app. Be tremendous. Go. Mark, Mark, Mark. Fantastic. Listen, Mr. Bowling is just an amazing guy. I, I kind of felt everything through the air. It was amazing how he oh, came yeah. across. Yeah. I'm just so sorry for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, but but um, the reason I called, I just got a question. What are the consequences for all this? I Which mean, now? You know, he's got these girls that make make uh, accusations like the lady with the uh, lacrosse team and she they found it innocent what did she get reprimanded i mean what are what are the consequences for all this this stuff going on i i just think you have a political party the democrat party it's not just this it's it's other uh, stratums within our culture and our society where they are politically burning things down destroying literally destroying them and uh, these are people, and this is a party that rejects uh, traditional Americanism. Uh, and if you tell them that, they act, uh, you know, they're rambunctious about it. Well, I, I don't know why. That's what they're doing. They are destroying our education system. They're destroying our sovereignty at the border. They undermine our military. They undermine law enforcement. This is a very, very evil force that's been imported uh, from the philosophies uh, of, uh, of Germany. Hegel, Marx, and their, their ilk. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute all you heroes out there, and we really do appreciate all you do. And I want to thank you, my beloved audience. We'll be here tomorrow. God bless you. God bless you.